0: Jazz game night, post-game show. Jazz fall to the Lakers tonight, 116-108. Jake Scott, Patrick and we'll get you more sound from the locker room coming up uh, back to Orlando. I don't know if we can call it the locker room, actually. Probably not. Uh, PK, what would you think? The Jazz uh, fought hard. Uh, they kind of let go of the rope a little bit there in the third quarter. Some bad turnovers, and, and the Lakers, I don't want to say ran away with it because that's not what they did, but kept things comfortable pretty much throughout the fourth.
1: Yeah, that that stretch there, the 19-5 to 5 run, obviously that was the killer because it gave the Lakers just enough margin that they could withstand a Jazz run and then make a big basket. There was a couple of times there, I think the Jazz are on the verge of getting right back in it, and then LeBron hits a three from the left side of the free throw line, and then another situation where Kuzma hits a three from the corner. I thought those were two big shots. If they miss both of those shots and the Jazz come down and score, it could have got a little tighter and things could have gotten a little more interesting. But the Lakers, with that run in the third quarter, and then when they needed a couple of timely shots to provide enough space given score and time, they got it.
0: And just turnovers were an issue. Joe Ingles had six turnovers yep. tonight. I mean, they just got sloppy with the ball passes. I mean, you could tell, you know, and Locke talked about this a lot during the broadcast. You could tell that they were trying to move it from side to side, but there were just some unwise moves at the wrong times. And then Anthony Davis got it going. You know, he had a he had a really great game. I thought he was kind of a volume shooter in the first half, but he was awesome in the second half. Four of eight from uh, from three total, 12-15 uh, from the line. I mean, uh, the dude was just was uh, just unstoppable tonight. He is the modern
1: day big man. Everything you want in a big man in his game in this way of the way basketball is played now is just what would say encapsulated in Anthony Davis. Yep. He can do it all offensively. Everything that you need from a big man. I mean, he even had four assists too, and he has that great opportunity there with the Jazz being small move Gobert out a little bit, and then you can do the inside or the outside-in pass for, and probably I'd have to just, just double-check on his passes, or his assists, I should say. Um, wouldn't surprise me if all four of them were lob dunks.
0: Uh, LeBron James tonight, PK, had 22 points and nine assists. He also had eight rebounds. The Jazz were led by Donovan Mitchell, who had 33. Uh, Mike Conley had 24. With that, we're going to say goodnight to our networks, uh, network stations uh, for those of you sticking around with us, we'll have more sound from Orlando, more breaking it down. Coming up next, your final jazz fall the Lakers, 116-108, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. That'll do it.
1: The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. That kid is on fire on catch-and-shoot threes right now. This is Utah Jazz game night postgame show. Bounces to Gobert, and he rocks the pass. Presented by both Mark Miller Subaru locations. Go where
2: love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback.
0: Available now
1: at Mark Miller Subaru. The official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. (laughs) Learn
2: more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, it's time for a complete wrap of tonight's Utah Jazz game on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.
0: Jazz game night post game show. Jazz fall to the Lakers 116 108. Post game brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott, Patrick Kinahan from, uh, with you. We'll hear from Rudy Gobert coming up here momentarily, but let's take a look at your sharp stats of the game. Brought to you by the Les Olsen Company, the Les Olsen Company, your office technology partner. PK, the Jazz shot 44.6% from the field tonight, 37 of 83. Tough night from three again, 12 of 43, 27.9%. They were led by Donovan Mitchell, who had 33 points on 9 of 22 shooting. Donovan had five boards and four assists. Mike Conley with a nice night tonight. PK, 24 points, eight assists in the losing effort. Rudy Gobert with 16 points. He was a perfect 6 of 6 from the field. He also had 13 rebounds. And uh, to go along with a block shot, statistically, I know the the loss was the same, but statistically, they were much better tonight than they were on Saturday. Oh, for sure,
1: yeah, absolutely. The effort was a thousand times better. Uh, they weren't crisp, particularly in that third quarter. That that was that run there, that nineteen to five, and that was the difference. You can't say other than that. That doesn't make any sense. That always drives me nuts. When you hear that, you know, you're saying baseball, except for that, uh, those six runs they scored in the fourth inning, you know, we kept them scoreless. So what? (laughs) You know what I mean? It drives me nuts when they say that. And you can't say that because that was the difference in the game. But in terms of just uh, looking alive, looking like they had an idea what was going on, having intensity, the types of things that you need to win whatever sport you're playing particularly in basketball, because that's the sport we're talking about, that those things were there. There's stuff I can nitpick, but this is a team that doesn't have the caliber of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. It just doesn't, and they're so short compared to the Lakers. And it seems like we've been saying that. You know, Scott, uh, Jake,
0: not Scott, I'll call you
1: by it the works. first name. I got you. 27 years ago today, I started at the Salt Lake Tribune. Today's my 27th Today. anniversary of actually having a job. Well, the first Monday in August. In my, okay. I don't remember what the actual day okay. was. Did, first Monday in August. The first I gotcha. Monday in August is when I started. Yeah. And it seems like that this entire 27 years we've been saying, gosh, the Lakers are so much more athletic and bigger and taller and longer and all these things than the Jazz. And we see it again, particularly with Bogdanovich out. He provides some length. Obviously, being at, a what's he, 6'10"? And so, to the Lakers' credit, I mean, I think Frank Vogel has been around the block a time or two, so he knows what he's doing. This is his third team that he's coaching. Obviously, he's a veteran coach. And they took advantage of it. And I got Larry the Laker hitting me up. You can't uh, only uh, guard uh, Anthony Davis one-on-one. Well, Anthony Davis has the ability to step out. What are you going to do? When he's at the three-point line, you're going to double him? I mean, nobody does that unless it's a game-winning situation like that. You double guys, you monster guys down on the block. But Davis can step inside and out, just poses all sorts of problems for defenses.
0: All right, let's go back to Orlando, PK. Donovan Mitchell, or excuse me, Rudy Gobert. I apologize. Rudy Gobert is uh, talking to the media.
2: All right, we'll start with Chris and Kenny, Jazz TV. (laughs)
3: Hey, Rudy, you guys had three solid quarters tonight. That third quarter, obviously, struggled with turnovers. What was happening during that time that challenged you guys?
2: Uh, you're right. I mean, I think we, throughout the game, I think we played uh, very good basketball. And in that third quarter, we had a few more turnovers. I think, you know, they, they raised the intensity. And, uh, and you know, and we we have to get better. We have to get better uh, executing the plays and, you and, uh, you know, and finding the open man when uh, the intensity, defensive intensity is high. That was a great test
3: for us. Thank you.
2: Sarah Todd, Deseret News.
3: Rudy, we saw
4: a little bit more of what you talked about kind of earlier last week when you said that you've been working on kind of moving around in the post and passing out of when you get the ball down there. Can you just explain a little bit how, what kind of work you've been doing, and what that looks like?
2: I think it's it's really be able to see what's going on first of all, and uh, to be able to be patient with the ball, and be able to with the finish uh, find the and, you know, and I feel like you know when I'm when I'm being put in these situ- situations, you know I'm able to to make the right play most of the time, and uh, you know I think we we're gonna continue doing it. That I think he's going to help the team. Eric Walden, Salt
4: Lake Tribune. Hey, Ruby, during that third quarter stretch that, that got referred to, did the Lakers do anything differently during that time? Quinn mentioned in his TV interview that he felt like the ball stuck a little too much from, from you guys during that stretch. What what specifically changed during that time?
2: Uh, that, you know, the ball, the ball stopped moving. But more, more, I think, the turnovers, you know, uh, when, when these guys, as good as they are in transition, LeBron, AD, all these guys running the floor, you know, and very, very tall, very athletic and know how to pass. Uh, if you give them the ball, you know, it's going to be hard to, to stop them. And, you know, we, we did a great job for three quarters. But in that third quarter, I think we, we really gave them uh, that lead on turnovers. And it's, it's based on that, you know, they raise the intensity and the ball can start moving a little bit. And we have to remind ourselves, make sure we keep, you know, moving the ball, attacking the rim. And when the ball moves, it's, it's amazing to watch and uh, it's hard to guard. And I feel like the shots go in more. I don't know the percentages on assisted baskets compared to unassisted baskets, but I feel like, you know, when we when we move it, it's, uh, the shots go in more often. Our last question is from Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
4: Or maybe not. How about
2: Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune?
4: Sorry about that. I think Andy jumped over to talk to Donovan on the other one. Um, Rudy, you guys came into this game struggling from three-point range. You missed your first nine in the first quarter. looked pretty good from, the, from three-point range in the second quarter. But – Overall, the outside shooting has just not been there. Is there is there anything you can chalk that up to? It, it looks like you guys are getting good open shots and they're just not going that's
2: in. Great shots, you know, and uh, that's really the positive thing. You know, we, uh, Donovan did a great job driving and dishing uh, to the shooters and did a great job, you know, playing multiple actions. And, you know, we got guys getting wide open shots and that's exactly what we want. You know, Some nights the shots are not going to go in, but... uh I think we just got to keep, you know, the, the, our guys and everyone got to keep getting reps in. And, and we know, I mean, I'm 100% confident in George, Jordan, all these guys, Joe, shooting those threes. You know, they, they are great shooters. And, and if they make those shots, I think uh, that's when we're going to reach, you know, our uh, real potential as a team. And we, we've done it many times this year.
0: All right, there you go. That's uh, Rudy Gobert, and uh, we'll get to Rudy's stat line, but he is, of course, your master of the glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Flight Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all the proceeds going to benefit the neighborhood, uh, neighborhood house. Rudy Gobert tonight, uh, PK with 13 rebounds, go along with his 16 points. He had a block shot as well, 6 of 6 from the field, 4 of 5 of the line. Royce O'Neill also with 13 rebounds, uh, PK, which is a big number for him. He had 9, I believe, in the first half, maybe 8 in the first half. But this Jazz team is small. I know we talk about it a lot, and they'll rely on Royce to get some of those scrappy rebounds. He didn't shoot the ball well again tonight, but he did grab those boards.
1: Yeah, I think the Jazz actually out-rebounded the Lakers. Was it 42-38? Yep. Yeah. And then Quint Snyder went right to that in the beginning. One of his first comments was about that. So that was good to see that they were able to hold their own all, uh, on the boards anyway.
0: There were a number of good things about this game, PK, even though it wasn't a win, and I'm not trying to um, moral victory by any means, but this was also the uh, first game... Mike Conley has had twenty and eight in a Jazz uniform as he had twenty four points and eight assists tonight. He played much better. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's not a superstar, but he can give you that. I'd like to see him give it to you more often, uh, particularly now with Bogdanovich out, which really isn't a surprise if you thought he was going to. Do, if you ever thought he was going to do it, the time to do it now with Bogdanovich being out.
0: All right, we want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final, the Jazz fall to the Lakers, 116-108. to 108. Coming up next, we'll let you hear from Donovan Mitchell, and we'll get further thoughts from PK as well right here on the Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Your final, the Jazz fall to the Lakers 116 to 108. The Lakers actually clinch the number one seed in the Western Conference with the win. PK will let uh, the folks hear from Donovan Mitchell coming up here momentarily. But let's check out the points in the paint brought to you by Certapro Pro Painters. Call 1 800 Go CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. That's of with a C. We do painting. You do life. Uh, tonight, points in the paint. PK. Uh, the Jazz uh, outscored by the Lakers fifty-eight to forty-four. And I guess against a team with uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that's probably not a real big surprise, as uh, well as much or as much as they like to score uh, in transition as well.
1: Yeah, we thought that that was going to be an advantage, Lakers, and obviously it turned out to be an advantage, Lakers. I don't think it was a significant. It wasn't something that the Jazz couldn't have overcome. Now, ultimately, they didn't. But I don't know that you specifically point to that.
0: Well, Anthony Davis did go nuts tonight, leading all scorers with 42 points, 13 of 28 shooting, 15, uh, 12 15 from the line, 4 of 8 from 3. LeBron... You know, I don't know, how would you describe LeBron's night? Certainly not quiet, 22 points, 9 assists, and 8 rebounds, 9 of 16 shooting, but maybe not the the barrage barrage of shots we sometimes get from him.
1: Well, see, I think LeBron at this stage of his career, maybe uh, probably always, but certainly at this stage of his career, there's only one thing that matters, and that's winning. You've accomplished everything else individually, all the statistics and what have you, and all that stuff, and statistics, they're nice, but it's about winning and I think he saw that Anthony Davis was going to be assertive and was going to have an opportunity for a big game, and LeBron's got no problem with that. I think throughout his NBA career, he's had no problem of throwing the ball to somebody who's open. In fact, I think that has been a, was a criticism of him a little earlier. It's like, oh, he didn't want to take the big shot. Well, I think that was unfair and unjust. The reality was LeBron will take the big shot, but if you're open and he has confidence in you, he's going to throw you the ball. And you've got to be awake. You've got to be ready. That's what he's proven. That's one of the reasons why he is what he is.
0: Yeah, I, you know, LeBron is sometimes he rubs me the wrong way with some of the things he, he says. But... Uh, uh, that criticism on him that he was never willing to take the big shot, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought that was always bogus. There was one particular game here in, in Utah. This was years ago, PK. I don't know if you remember, but he uh, ended up passing the ball to Udonis Haslam for the potential oh, yeah. game-winning shot, and, and yeah. Udonis missed it. But it was a wide-open right. shot from the elbow. I mean, it, it, Udonis makes that, I'm sure, 8 out of 10 times. I mean, it was... Wide open, and everybody was blasting LeBron. And I thought, Kyle, are right. you crazy? That was that was the correct basketball play to make. And if Udonis Haslam, he doesn't have confidence in Udonis Haslam to make that shot, then Haslam shouldn't have been on the floor. You know, that yeah, was that, I, that that criticism of LeBron always bugged me.
1: That was one that I was pointing right to. I remember that specifically in our city, about that. I remember that, and that drew a a well, not uh, what am I looking for. That drew drew an analysis of people making judgments on LeBron being unwilling, and I thought to myself, I don't really think so, man. I think he's playing basketball. For a superstar, he's unselfish. There's there's no doubt about it. You know, maybe he whines a little bit on the fouls, but everybody does that. As far as anything I've seen on the floor with his game, I absolutely love it.
0: Well, he played well tonight and he had a, he had a really nice overall game. There's no doubt about it. Uh, from a jazz standpoint, Donovan Mitchell uh, was your leading scorer. Donovan tonight, 33 points on nine of 22 shooting and had this to say to the media after the game.
3: All right. First question will be from Kristen Kenny, jazz TV. Hey, Don, looking at tonight, three solid quarters from you guys, obviously the third quarter turnovers struggle there a bit. What was going on? What shifted during that time that created those challenges for you? They turn the pressure up. I think you know the biggest thing for us um, when they turn the pressure up, we got to be able to execute even uh, even better. And um, we turned the ball over way too many times. They did a great job taking us out of our actions, kind of what the OKC did to us. And we just got to find a way to continue to, to push through. You know, we're going to have those mistakes, but can't. Um, we went up six, now? I think we kind of they kind of turned it up even more, and then we were next thing you know we're down twelve or whatever. So honestly, the biggest thing for us just continue to play through. That pressure and be mentally sharp throughout the whole way through. Okay, next question, Tony Jones, The Athletic. Uh, Donovan, you guys—I mean, you guys were, were the best three-point shooting team in the league um, from from October to March, and uh, through three games, you guys have not shot well. Uh, it's just just about a matter of just keep at it, keep shooting. Uh, and and how um, and, and how much is your success in the bubble tied to your, you guys' ability to start making these shots? I think it's just going down to taking those shots. I think the biggest thing for us is continue taking you. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You know, so honestly, you know, we we got some good looks. We got what we wanted. Sometimes they just don't fall in. When that's the case, you got a, a defensive effort and not our effort. Defensive. Uh, what we do on the defensive end has to turn up even more. And um, you know when you got guys like Ad and Brown over there kind of orchestrating things, you got to be real locked in, especially when the shots aren't falling. But uh, we like the looks we got. Unfortunately, uh, they all didn't go in.
1: Okay, next question, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
4: Donovan, you got to the free throw line twelve times tonight. You did well against that with that in the Pelicans as well. Um, has that been a focus for you, and, and how has that part of your game come along uh, over the break?
3: I feel like that'll just make my life a lot easier. Um, for starters, I think you know, getting to free the line, you know, seeing the ball go in, you know, kind of taking taking a break, you know, especially when you get to the later corners, fourth quarter, getting to the line, you know, being able to get extra breath, extra rest, and then go ahead and knock knock the free throws down. And um, that's really been my focus is just trying to make make things simple. Uh, slowing down has been a huge piece for me, just continuing to do that. I got to be way more consistent with that, you know. And I think tonight I did a solid job of it. I can be even better. And um, but that's been a that's been a prime focal point for the past two years, and I think I'm I'm doing slightly better, and I can do more.
0: There you go. That was Donovan Mitchell right there. PK, uh, good game tonight for Donovan. 33 points, nine of 22 shooting, four of 10 from three, 11 of 12 at the line. In fact, that's something I know DJ talks a lot about that on your guys' show in the mornings. Donovan needs to get to the line more uh, to to up those numbers. But uh, what jumped out to you? What he was saying right there.
1: Well, the, the need to be aggressive, the need to continue to take the shots, you know, the cliche, you don't take, you, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's a shooter's mentality, and I think you have to have that. And I'm looking specifically at Jordan Clarkson because he obviously he jumps out at you at 2 of 13, 1 of 9. And for whatever reason, Jordan can't buy a 3, which is shocking to me that he can't buy a three because you would think that he would be able to do that. So those two guys keep firing away, man. You're going to lose if you're tentative, that's for sure. So you might as well just keep firing.
0: Yeah, there's, there's no doubt in Clarkson. That's what I was trying to ask Locke about a little bit. Cause he, he had mentioned that, you know, the Lakers were cutting off, cutting him off from going back to his right hand because there's, there's something going on with him. Although in the first half, we talked about this at halftime, he was missing absolute wide open shots. So maybe he has nothing to do with going back to his right well, hand. But he's got to figure it, something out.
1: I think it does in his ability to put the ball on the floor and create. Open shots are open shots. It's not about right or left. And you, at, a player at that level should be able. I realize they got favorite spots. But if you're open on the left side, you're open on the right side, you should be able to make them. And one, one for nine, that just wasn't happening for him. Two for 13 overall. Uh, there's only one way out of it, and that's keep shooting, man. Uh, and maybe the Lakers had a defensive game plan that didn't allow him to, to get to the basket the way they did, uh, way he did against New Orleans. Remember, his shooting wasn't as great, maybe not as bad, but it wasn't great in that first game. But then in the second half, he found a way to score because he can get to the basket. He couldn't do that against the, the Lakers, or didn't do it anyway.
0: Let's check out the assist feature. Proudly sponsored by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships has donated $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Uh, tonight, PK the Jazz were led in assists by uh, Mike Conley at eight assists. Great uh, performance from him tonight. To go along with his 24 points, he was 3 of 9 from 3, 8 of 17 from the field. The Jazz as a team, PK, we talked about this the other day, that some of the assist numbers might be a little lower. Not tonight, 25 assists. That's a that's a pretty good number for the Jazz, actually.
1: Yes, it is. The thing that bothers me is that Conley played well and they didn't cash it in with a W. You wonder how many times he's going to be able to do what he did. you would like to think he could do it more. And who do they play? they got three more games this week, so this is a busy week.
0: Yeah, a four-game schedule uh, this week, PK. And normally, you know, uh, with the, the late-night games, I wouldn't have a chance to see my family this whole week. But we've got these day games uh, that are, that are kind of nice. But, uh, yeah, they'll have the um, Grizzlies coming up on Wednesday, the Spurs on Friday, and the Nuggets on Sunday. And Saturday. then
1: when you get a chance to see your family, you make sure you tell them that I love them.
0: I will, PK. You bet. I'll do that for you, buddy. All Thank right. Thank you. I want to remind you to go where love takes you in the all-new, completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Uh, your final tonight, the Jazz Fall, the Lakers, 116-108. to 108. We'll have more straight ahead right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott, Patrick Kinahan with you. The Lakers beat the Jazz tonight 116-108. to 108. Before we uh, get some final thoughts and look ahead to the game on Wednesday against Memphis, PK, let's check out the three-point takeover sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. Uh, shooting the three, the Jazz were a tiny bit better tonight, PK, but not much. 12 of uh, 43, 27.9%. They were led by Donovan Mitchell. who was 4 of 10. Mike Conley was 3 of 9. Royce O'Neal, 1 of 5. Joe Ingles, 1 of 4. George Nying, 0 for 3. Juwan Morgan, 1 of 1. Jordan Clarkson struggled, 1 of 9. Emmanuel Moutier, uh, 1 of 2. Quinn Snyder said he was happy with the amount of attempts, PK, but obviously not so much with the mix.
1: Got to make some more, man. You got to get up in the 30s, mid-30s at
0: least. This is a good shooting team, and we haven't seen it yet. One of nine from Clarkson is rough. That'll bring down the that'll bring down the percentage right there. But Donovan and, and Mike Conley sh- uh, certainly shot a little bit better. Talk to me what you thought about Joe Ingles' game tonight, PK. Um, he he had five points. He was one of four from three. He did have five assists, most of that in the first half. But six turnovers. Um, you know, he's he's not a turnover free player per se, but six certainly is uncharacteristic. Yeah. I
1: thought a couple of them were lazy that uh, you know, it was just loose with the ball. You didn't need it. Now, the Lakers are long in a lot of different yeah. positions, and so they're going to get their hands on balls that maybe you didn't expect, and you got to be prepared for that. But uh, Joe, he doesn't handle the ball enough to have that many turnovers. Normally, his assist-to-turn ratio is much, much better than that and that's something that I don't know particularly what the reason is as far as maybe the Lakers being long, but he needs to be better at that, especially in a game like this where I think those seven turnovers that they had during that stretch in the third quarter was a difference. I don't remember if, how many Joe had during that time, but overall that's just too much because yeah. with Bogdanovich out, their margin of error is very, very small. And that's why you got to take care of the ball, among other things. You got to shoot the ball well. You got to take care of the ball well. We know what all the checklist stuff is.
0: Well, uh, and the Lakers are really good defensively. PK, I mean, we talked a little bit about this with Oklahoma City, but the Lakers, uh, as far as defensive rating goes, they're the third best defensive team in the league, and they, it's because they're big and because they're long, and guys like Anthony Davis and and LeBron James both are are very capable above-average defenders, but uh, even going to Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Danny Green and uh, and even Dwight Howard, who's a, a big physical defensive player. I mean, they're they're a good defensive team, and if you um, make mistakes, they're going to make you pay for it. And then their transition offense is so good, they're certainly going to make you pay for it.
1: Yeah, well, I think that if you went down their roster, most of the guys that are on that roster, their number one priority is to play solid defense, We'll let the Stars handle the other stuff. And then if you got an open shot, go ahead and take it. But if you're laps on defense, you're just not going to be able to find rotation minutes on a team that is trying to win it all and has a decent chance to.
0: All right, PK, we know that you've got an early morning ahead of you. Uh, but before we cut you loose, give us a couple final thoughts. What are you taking from this one? What do you want to see in the next one against Memphis on Wednesday?
1: Well, better effort. And you're not going to play as good a team. So you improved your effort from Saturday to Monday. Now continue, maybe even improve a little bit more, and then you're know you not, as Locke said earlier, you're not going to be playing the Atlantas and the Knicks, but Memphis is closer to the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks than they are to the Lakers. So this is a winnable ball game here. Go ahead and get that thing done. Move yourself as far as the restart to a 2-2 record. There's
0: really no reason why you can't do that. Where are you at on John Morant? I'm pretty excited to watch him play again.
1: He's a spectacular, high-flying young player. There's no doubt about it. Memphis was the right thing to do, get rid of Conley. You usher in a new era with Morant. He was the right pick. He looks, because of the injury situation design, I see Morant as being Rookie of the Year and watching him mature and develop is going to be something that is going to be fun. And that's what I've said about pro sports in general across the board is these leagues, they always reinvent themselves because a number of good young players come in the league. They may not all come in one year, but over a three-, four-, five-year period, you're going to have a whole bunch of them. And myself as a fan of all these sports – There are going to be reasons why I'm going to be interested. And I look at the NBA right now, and I can say the overall talent, top to bottom, is as good as it's ever been. You may have some teams that may not be as good, but you take players like a John Moran, who's not on a great team, but yet that is someone that I don't get to see a lot. But when I do get to see him, I'm I'm real eager to see him because I've seen the highlights with the alley-oops and all the stuff, and I know what he did in college, so I'm excited for the Jazz to play them.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, we want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. PK, thank you very much for your work tonight. I know you've got a tight turnaround, but really appreciate it. Well done. All right. Okay, thank you. Your final 116-108, the Jazz led by uh, Donovan Mitchell at 33 points. Mike Conley with 24 to go along with eight assists, but not enough. Anthony Davis with 42 to lead all scorers. LeBron James, 22-9-8. and eight. The next broadcast will be coming up on Wednesday afternoon. Tip-off will be at 12.30. The Jazz take on the Grizzlies pregame begins at 11.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.